BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to The Glowdown by Breaking Beauty. Our episode featuring Breaking Beauty news, what products we're loving, and not so much, plus insider hair, makeup, and skin tips. And the trends that are blowing up our DMs, we've got the hot takes coming right up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Glowdown. I am Jill Dunn. And I'm Carlene Higgins. How's it going, Car? Car, Car. Car, Car. Well, Jilly Willy. <laughs> Everything's great. How yeah. are you? Really good. I wanted to tease who we are talking to this week, and that is none other than Anna Newton. Um, she has an incredible blog called The Anna Edit also YouTube channel, also podcaster, also author, and, and, and. She's a prolific content creator. Yeah, she's doing so well. She launched with her site in 2010. Wow. And OG. Um, her podcast is called At Home With, which she hosts with Lily Pebbles, who is another YouTuber. She's carved a niche for herself as a professional editor in a way. Mm -hmm. She edits wardrobes into sort of capsule collections. She will help edit your inbox and she will help edit your spice rack. She is amazing. And I think what people really love about her is she's just super approachable. Mm -hmm. So she's got great style, but it's like achievable. Yeah. She was in town from the UK to promote the launch of her brand new book called An Edited Life. And we had her her right here in the studio. Um, we've interacted before on DM, so it was fun to actually meet her in person. Yeah, she was like Insta friend mm -hmm. when she walked in. You know, it just felt like we had been friends all along. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about her book. It yeah. launched around two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's all about simple steps to streamlining your life, work, and home. And in our chat today, we're going to get a sneak peek on some of the most helpful takeaway tips from the book. And of course, because this is a beauty podcast, we find out which products always make the cut on Anna's top shelf. Before we get into all of that, something that I've been loving this yeah. week my pop socket. Oh yeah, I noticed your swag. <laughs> You're using it. Yeah. So I've been using this for a week. It is officially the Breaking Beauty pop socket. Yes. I can't believe you've never had one. I didn't. And I have the iPhone 8 plus mm -hmm. 8X, whatever it's called. So it's really wide. Yeah. Like I almost drop my phone <laughs> on a regular basis. So this pop socket is changing my life. It's truly a must have pop sockets. I've been a huge fan of them forever. And I can't believe we now have merch. It's I know. so exciting. We have our logo on it. I've been using it when I'm riding the rails on uh, the streetcar <laughs> yeah, all week. Yeah. And I'm just so proud. I'm like, hey guys, I'm <laughs> holding up my phone. <laughs> Listen to Breaking Beauty podcast. So hopefully 
what I think will be really fun is if we do some live events and yes. we can give them out to audience members. Yeah, well, we have a line on something very exciting. So, well, it's not so secret anymore. We are feeling really excited to be invited to an event hosted by Real Self at the House of Modern Beauty. And this is taking place at the same time as South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. That's right. So it's for two days, March 9th to 10th. It's mm-hmm. happening on Rainy Street. So it's the House of Modern Beauty. It's like part gallery, part spa, part boutique, complimentary treatments like fillers and other injectables, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Sign um, me up because it's all medical professionals. Yes, yeah. So it sounds like a beauty dream house honestly. Yeah. Our panel will be moderated by one of our former guests, Jane Larkworthy. That's episode 28. If Mm -hmm. any of you guys want to go back and check it out, she is ultimate beauty pedigree. Jane was the beauty director at W Magazine for a very long time. She's currently a columnist at The Cut and L'Officiel USA. She's had her byline in L and the list goes on. She's so funny and so incredibly wise that we are um, really looking forward to our chat with her. Absolutely. And we promise to have more details in our next episode, like most especially if we can bring our pop sockets Mm -hmm. (laughs) and hand them out to whoever's going to come and support. If any of you will be in Austin during that time, please DM us and maybe we can um, can have a little tequila or something. You never know. And a little two-step. Yeah. And now we're ready to get to today's featured guests. It is Anna Newton of The Anna Edit. So tell me with your book, what was um, one of the things you really wanted to address based on like your fans and what they really wanted to know? And what do you think is like one of the biggest takeaways from the book? Um, So the book is life organization across work, life and home. And I love this genre of book, like the whole Marie Kondo thing. Mm -hmm. I feel it like I'm into that vibe, that whole, yeah, just like edited lifestyle, living with less, decluttering. But whenever I'd read these books, they focused on one thing. They focused on just decluttering your wardrobe or Mm -hmm. yeah like Marie Kondo is just decluttering items I was like but what about actually it's about decluttering across everything your schedule your self-care routine your fitness routine your meal planning so I really wanted this book to have everything in Mm -hmm. hence why it's 80,000 words like people open (laughs) it up they're like wow this is a lot of words because it's all of my advice across all of those things and people initially were asking me about you know how do I store my makeup routine like how do I sort through my skincare and then people were like actually what do you do with your spice cupboard (laughs) (laughs) it got really you know really granular Granular, so this is like all of the granular details all those like little things that we want to kind of sort out it's funny because now that you mentioned that I was like what do you do with your makeup brushes that's my biggest (laughs) thing like (laughs) after you wash them where do you put them it's annoying (laughs) yeah exactly this literally has all of those little things in like yeah. even cleaning routines the last um, chapter is all about cleaning routines it's mm-hmm. very sexy um, <laughs> the biggest takeaway is hopefully it's not a raw book I didn't mm-hmm. want this to be you do these 10 things and then your life is going to be like infinitely better it's like you might read the book and just take away a couple of things and that's cool mm-hmm. because it's all about editing the to you like Mm -hmm. you're the you're your own editor it's all personal to everyone um so it's just finding that balance and harmony for yourself and not feeling like a complete failure 
if you don't meal plan for like a week it's cool so true I feel like wow you really lucked out with timing too I feel like everybody's talking about this right now with the Marie Kondo show on Netflix thank you Marie Kondo for coming out with the show in January (laughs) it's the way for you yeah thank you (laughs) honestly this is so topical my word for this year is minimalism so I've I've like dug in here a little bit not fully yet so I need to definitely take away some of your tips because thank you and I like what you said it's not rules it's you're just like this is what I do and then maybe you can apply it whereas I find like Marie Kondo it's just like she would judge me in my house you know that's that's what I wanted it to be was just like your friend giving you advice my friends were like can you do my wardrobe for me can you do this I was like here's a book it's I mean I don't know how many dollars it's being sold for over here 32 Canadian dollars whatever like buy it and it's got everything in it that you would ever want to know about yeah my life and how I do things but ultimately that might not be right for your life and that's completely cool and I got a lot of advice from my friends my family my grandma um, (laughs) that was also very helpful what's her best tip she uh, a lot of the cleaning advice came from her and she she was like the second person that I gave a book to after my parents and she flicked through and she was like John that's my granddad she's like John this this is wrong like there's a big mistake in here I was like oh my god like they've already printed 5,000 of these things like what's the mistake she opened it up there's a cleaning routine in the back with how many you know oh daily you can do these things weekly you can do these things and I think I'd put like flip your mattress rotate your mattress as like a bi-yearly like do it once twice a year whatever she was like Anna, we we do that once a week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we do that once a week. I was like, once a week? She's like, we do it every time. We clean the sheets. Oh my gosh. And she's, now we know where you got it from. Yeah, she's <laughs> 79. And up until recently, she was flipping that mattress on her own. Oh my say, gosh. That is, I can't Good even I can't. <laughs> no, I have to wait for my husband to come home. I'm like, you need to help me flip the mattress. Oh like, my gosh, I've never flipped my mattress. <laughs> there you go. Like, oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> Maybe this is is the root of your sleep challenges that you've had. Yeah, (laughs) so true. That's amazing. I feel like this is, and has it been selling in the UK already? Like, do you have a sense of how it's been going? Yeah. So in the UK, in the first week, it was the third best-selling hardback nonfiction behind like a big celebrity author, um, a big celebrity cook that we have in the UK and Michelle Obama. Oh my God. I'm like, I can take that. Good for you. Michelle is my like competition. What? (laughs) I will happily go behind her. Like she can be gold medal. That's completely cool. Wow. Um, So yeah, it's kind of going really well. So thrilled. We're on our fourth reprint. What? I know. It's it's absolutely insane. So tell us about your podcast for people who may not have heard it before. And tell us how you met Lily. Oh my God. Yeah. So At Home With is a podcast that I do with my fellow like content creator slash blogging BFF, uh, Lily Pebbles, who's just amazing. Also pregnant at the moment. I feel like I'm going to be an auntie soon. (laughs) I like can't wait to be an auntie. Your content's about to change. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, She's great. I met her because we both worked in beauty PR. Mm. This is like, we're talking like eight years ago now. And, but we both had blogs on the mm. side and I would see her at an events and I knew, so she worked for like the rival of my company. We both worked for beauty box companies. Okay. I worked for one, she worked for another and we had the same role within those companies. Oh, so, cool. so my boss was being like, hey, can you go over there and like have a chat with Lily next time you see her and like find out what's going on like over at the rival company. And her boss was saying exactly the same thing to her. So they were trying to make us spy on each it's other. It's like moles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were trying to make us be moles and we kept seeing each other and then one time I just we, we saw each other at an event I just walked over and I was like hey you're Lily I'm Anna like 
we both have the same. She was like, yes, I know you. Like her boss had been saying the same thing. We were both like, we don't really, we're not crazy about our jobs. I was like, I'm not crazy about my job either. Um, <laughs> so kind of bonded over that. And we've just been like mates, like great mates yeah. ever since she eventually left her job to go full time on the blog. She was like, Anna, come on, it's time. <laughs> you got to do it. Two months later, I made the jump as well. And she's just such a good support. I mean, like yeah. with you guys, right? It's amazing yeah. to have that kind of buddy that gets it and yeah she's in the industry so she's yeah. always such a good soundboard to have you've yeah. got to have some chemistry right yeah exactly it's just not gonna fly and no. the and the uh, the podcast you guys do seasons are you is there season three in the works season three of, so at home with we go to people's houses yes. and we have these like little britney mics on and we walk around their houses <laughs> we've had by terry lisa eldridge joe elvin um like really amazing names yeah. in the uk and it's been incredible like we're no this is the whole reason we did the podcast we're like right. we're nosy we want to see what these people's houses are like spoiler they're incredible <laughs> um so we've done two seasons I mean obviously Lily's going to be otherwise engaged yeah. it's really working out schedules for guests and yeah. being able to be like can we come in your house right yeah. <laughs> do you mind us being in your bedroom <laughs> can we come in your bathroom um, it's quite intense so mm-hmm. I'm not sure there'll be a season three in the current format mm-hmm. but I feel like me and Lily love podcasting mm-hmm. right you can like do it in your pajamas which mm-hmm. is just my ultimate dream um so I think there could be a podcast in the future but mm-hmm. maybe not in its current format okay, okay. there's some scoop And I just have to circle back and ask you about the capsule wardrobe for yes. a minute because I've seen that on your site. Can you just describe what that is in a nutshell? Is it about like five key items or how do you define that? I've I've gone through many sort of, I've, I've morphed through yeah. different kind of capsule wardrobes. I've had ones that have been very specific, like 37 items only, which to me just was impossible to live under that kind of rules and right. like regimen. Um, so I'm currently at the point where I just have seasonal items kind of on display mm-hmm. in my wardrobe at one time I don't know what it you guys have loads of storage over here like yeah. closets are a thing mm-hmm. like they are not a thing in the UK right we do not have that much storage so we can't really have our like winter summer spring like everything stuffed in a wardrobe it. at the same time so currently just have all of my winter gear out and I try not to buy things unnecessarily I try not to buy things on impulse and Ultimately, through just having your winter stuff out on display mm-hmm. and not having your summer stuff kind of getting in the way, you make getting ready in the mornings like so much quicker, so right. much easier. I feel like you buy less because you can actually see what you've got. Mm-hmm. So instead of buying like another polka dot, whatever it is, jumpsuit, you're like, oh my God, I've already got two at home. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> so you can keep a better mm-hmm. check. It's almost like you know your inventory. Right. And so you don't buy unnecessary things. Right. That's, what, that's where I'm at. And what's the one thing that you've bought over and over and over and again and you cannot be without? Anything black. I am just like head to toe black. When I walk into Mac, they're like, mm-hmm. excuse me, do you work here? <laughs> like I love head to toe black. Like I will never stop wearing head to toe black. That's so interesting because <laughs> I feel like in your photos and stuff, like one of our readers or listeners even said, ask Anna how she wears a red lipstick with a pink jumper. Like I feel like a lot of your clothes are colorful. That was a one-off. I own <laughs> one pink jumper, literally one pink jumper. And when I wear it, people are like, 
oh hello are you feeling okay like yeah that's my one pink jumper I'm trying to experiment more I'm really into Katie Jane Hughes okay yeah do you follow her Instagram yes, yes. she's an amazing artist an makeup amazing artist, right? makeup artist. Yes, and she's got she, cool glasses all the time too oh, and earrings yeah, her yeah. earring collection is she and just her skin Ugh, she wears color in a really classy like mm. glossier type of way yeah. mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to push myself more into that yeah I bought a dress that was that color. Remember that I which wore one? to the LA. The color of your sweater, which mm-hmm. is sort of how we're, how are we going to describe this color? Like a, ru- like a rust, like, like a, a rust color. And I wore it yeah. with a hot pink lipstick, <gasps> and it was like my favorite look of the year. I'm going to be repeating it. Yeah, but that's a good way to wear color without needing to invest in another item in your wardrobe. Yeah. You know? Oh my god, I'm Just... all about like a bold lip. Yeah, I do love a bold lip, especially. Oh my, have you tried them? The Laura Mercier Extreme. Extreme Velour lipsticks? No. No. They're like a twisty. They're they're almost like the new and improved NARS Velvet Matte Lip Pencil. Oh, see, I I love a matte. I love Mm -hmm. a matte. If I'm wearing color on my lips, it's never glossy. Me too. Same. Um, But they're really amazing. They're a great formula and really easy to apply. I'm going to try this. Now, were you always a beauty girl or did you have to... I feel like on YouTube, it's so visual. There's pressure there. Did you have to take makeup lessons or did you ever think about that? I've never taken... I've never been trained officially at all. I'd be really interested to actually. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, me too. But I've always loved makeup. Um, Do you have Claire's accessories here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was younger, my mom would work on a Saturday. My dad would take me out on a Saturday morning, me and my sister. And we'd, I'd like beg him. I'd be like, please, can we go to Claire's Accessories? Like, please, can I have blue eyeshadow? Please, can I have body (laughs) glitter? Please, can I have hair mascara? I was a 90s kid, you know? Like, we were very into like the Britney Spears kind of thing. Right. Um, And I just, I, yeah, I've always, always loved it. I can still remember what my first beauty purchases were. I'm very sentimental about makeup. Um, Even me and Lana yesterday were like scrolling back through our Instagrams. And, um, oh, she was showing me the first video of mine that she watched, which was very old back in 2012. And I had this like MAC Wonder Woman collection, like blush powder thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've still got that. I've still got that. Like I love love makeup that the packaging was red wasn't it yeah like red and blue yeah wonder woman and then we were talking about our favorite mac collections like i love (laughs) although i don't wear probably as much makeup as i used to i still experiment with it i still try lots of new things Mm -hmm. and i love if you're really in the mood you know when you're in the mood to like put it on experiment a bit have a bit of fun i love that i love when you're in that moment and actually, I was going to ask about your top shelf. What's the one skincare item and maybe perfume that you're never going to edit out of your life? Oh, do you know what? Perfume. I'm really not a perfume girl. Yeah. I, I, I flip between a few. A lot of them make me feel a bit, like a bit sick. So I go for very light. Um, do you have eccentric molecules? Yes. Here? Yes. Yeah. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I really like Glossier U actually. That's a nice kind of summery I've one. I smelled it on a couple of people. There's definitely musk in there, right? It's a bit musky. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of fresh. It's yeah. a bit like cottony. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really like that one. Skincare. Oh my. Like one piece of skincare, guys. Like I know. I love May Lindstrom. Oh my gosh. Love. Never tried. What? I know. I've her heard so much. No. no. <gasps> I want to have her on though. I'm obsessed with her on Instagram. I mean, you've been creating content for how long now? For um, uh, ooh, nine years. Nine years. You're like a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> really do you ever run out of stuff to talk about? All the time. Yeah, do you? <laughs> All what, the time. Like, so do you map it out or what do you do? I 
I mean, I, I am quite organized with the whole, yeah. like you, we were saying yeah. like when you're putting content out so yeah. frequently, yeah. like you have to be quite organized about it. So yeah. I'll have moments where I think of two weeks worth of blog posts, like on the fly in one go. Um, so I'm quite kind of on that. I have a little bullet journal that I write everything oh. in. Uh, those are the hot thing right now. Everyone loves a bit. I, I don't I wanna, do. Do you have it with you? I want to take a picture oh of yours. Oh my God, I don't. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. sorry. It, yeah, it's, it's also not a proper bullet journal. Okay. It's like I've got my own little method that mm. I've been doing for years. Okay. And it yeah. kind of works. Um, I use a lot of Tipex. Yeah. That, do you call that white yeah. out? Yeah, white out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I use a lot of white <laughs> out in it. Like I really should just go yeah. like digitally with it. Um, but I, yeah, I have moments where I will sit and think of maybe look at like past ones that have gone down well and people yeah. have engaged with and I'm like how can I improve on that how yeah. can I I always want my stuff to be like light-hearted yeah mildly entertaining and ultimately kind of inform people yeah in some way. like what you do what you do with your podcast yeah. um but yeah sometimes I do have moments where I'm like oh what is gonna <laughs> what's next sometimes people like on the fly kind of yeah. stuff though yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I think that whole like diary diary idea has become more and more popular just with like people talking to their phones and Instagram stories yeah. like the the play-by-play yeah. of your life people are used to that now it's not so like hello welcome to my it doesn't channel doesn't have to be a yeah. whole this is my feature. top five lipsticks yeah. Yeah. yeah people just want to know like what you're into and, yeah. and I, that's the content that I enjoy watching too well and it's like you said if they like you they're just curious what you're up to and hopefully you know yeah. <laughs> um what about the con the we we're gonna ask about influencer I yeah, do believe what do, you, what do you make yeah. of that if you're called an influencer how do you feel because like, you you were probably a blogger Yes. before like you've seen all the incarnations of yeah um independent content creators yeah so you're probably a blogger before maybe a, you were known as a youtuber no influencer like well it's just funny because with the word influencer nobody ever describes themselves as an influencer oh, hell right no. no that would hell be no. that'd be really <laughs> weird if carlene introduced herself as an influencer i'd be like okay, i know like, but that's <laughs> so funny <laughs> yeah we need to have a word yeah yeah i know i 100 agree with you i think influencing like Caroline talks about this really wisely she's like influencing someone or enabling someone to buy a product is kind of the byproduct of what we do but it's not the aim mm -hmm. like I'm not sitting here like begging people to go out and buy a lipstick I'm just saying I like th this lipstick yeah. maybe you will too so I understand where that term has come from but it is it's just it's something that kind of happens it's the yeah. byproduct it's not yeah. the aim of what we're doing here yeah, right in the UK, we're, we're quite into content creator. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that defines like what we do quite well. Yeah, we create content across mm -hmm. podcasts and yeah. blogging and mm -hmm. Instagram, all those kinds of things. It's like you said, though, it's so interesting. Over the years, it changes, it develops. Mm -hmm. Like maybe in two years, we'd be all laughing. We'd be yeah. like, ha, influencer. Can you believe when we used to describe people like that? It's, yeah. It could be something new in it in like a year's time. Yeah. And it's also probably a challenge to just keep, not a challenge, but you're growing up, like you're con like evolving your content, right? To yeah. still connect with your audience. You know, it's, I'm sure that's a challenge. Yeah. Do, do you ever look back at your videos and just cringe? Oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. You, do you take them down? No, no. the first okay, one is, good. the first one is still up there. Cause I think everyone needs to see like the journey. Where you like, started. Yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. Like this has taken a really long time. I love looking at Caroline's old ones too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also people go back and people are like um alana's got one of them on her sleeping playlist like she falls asleep to some of them like you some people might still reference that video for something mm -hmm. so i don't ever get rid of videos yeah. i think it's quite funny to keep yeah. them up yeah. and kind of see the journey but ultimately i i use like a litmus test with creating content as probably you guys do too like would i listen to this like mm -hmm. i also love watching youtubers love reading blogs mm -hmm. love listening to podcasts big fan of your podcast so I just, I'm like, would I listen to this? Would I watch this? And if yeah. I would, I'm like, okay, I'll create it. And if yeah. not, 
maybe it's time to think of a better idea. Yeah, but I think it's good to, you know, I think you put so much time and effort and into your content creation. I think it's also good to let people know that it's okay to, that you can earn a living from that too. You know what I mean? You know, these things take time and effort and creativity and well, it's your career, right? You're working on it full time and you're damn good at it. Thank you. Cause I noticed on your site that you mentioned that you don't do a lot of sponsored content, but that's kind of a reality for a lot of people who are content creators like how how are they going to make money so how do you navigate that I mean ultimately like you said we're putting out free content here like the only thing I've ever put something out that people have had to pay for is my book and that's optional like you you don't have to buy it (laughs) if you don't want to um I do take on sponsorships like quite often every month there's like a couple but again I have this my managers are always like wow you you like know your gut and I'm like I know my gut I have a complete gut reaction to things to brands before I even know what's on the table budget wise or what even the job is it's like a brand comes up and I'm either like hell yeah or hell no and if it's a hell no it's gone yeah it's like you have to you have to really think about you and what you like and Mm -hmm. what you're happy to recommend in your audience like that authenticity and that trust Mm -hmm. can go like that yeah if you're not careful so Mm -hmm. I I really do take a lot of time kind of like marinating on things but ultimately maybe I don't because I'm quite like no like that's the end of it like I don't want to work with that yeah. brand that's a brand that I don't use it's a brand I'm not like really into yeah whereas the other day like Domino's called up and I was like <laughs> Domino's is my dream brand sponsorship <laughs> like I'm in I'm in like I didn't even hear anything else I was just like that's all I need to know Domino's yes um so and it, it's actually quite fun to work yeah. with brands and I think yeah. we're at a place where brands trust us mm-hmm. it's taken a long time a really long time for brands to be like this is our launch. This is our lipstick. Do with it what you please. Right. You know best. You've done this for a long time. You know your audience. You know what works. Yeah. And that's really nice to be at that point mm-hmm. instead of having these very rigid briefs with key messages yeah. that you would never say. Yeah. Um, actually, it's really nice to be at a point where brands just trust you to mm-hmm. do your own thing. Yeah. Right. What advice would you give to some up and coming influencer or content creator who sees where you are and they're like, that's what I want to do? Oh. I'm sure you get asked that all the time yeah I, and I think don't forget that it's it's a long slog yeah. like it is a marathon it is not a sprint here mm. at all and um, I talk to people a lot of the time they're like yeah, I've had my blog for six months I'm like no one read my blog for six months mm-hmm. it was a solid year before In I even there. had yeah exactly <laughs> it was just me and my mom just like refreshing it I swear I got like a hundred views just through me and my mom and maybe my sister occasionally looking at it to be like wow you're really not revising for your university degree <laughs> um and so it's it's long it takes takes a long time and mm. I I feel really lucky that I've had this like slow and steady growth. Like I'm really lucky with my audience because of that. They're really engaged and they're a really like lovely bunch of people. I haven't had that kind of flash in the pan. Yeah, that like viral video that went viral and all these people came and, but they weren't really into like what I was doing. So I feel really lucky to have the audience that I do. So just know that it takes a a long time. I mean, it also takes time up in your day. I had a full-time job when I started, well, I originally was a student, then Mm -hmm. I had a full-time job and I would write my blog post on the train on the way to London, on my way to work. I'd do my day at work. Wow. I'd do my emails on the way home. This is like Emily Weiss, what she did too. Yeah. I mean, she turned it into the gloss. The dream. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah. And I did all of my YouTube videos at the weekend and yeah. would edit them like throughout the week. I took all my photos at the weekend and would put them up throughout the week. Like it's a long old slog. Yeah. And also if, our, if there are sponsorships on the table, like yeah. don't do that job that makes you feel gross. 
just for the money is not worth it. Like yeah. it is just not worth it. Be true to yourself mm-hmm. and think of long game here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like always think of long game. Mm-hmm. Think of this, this list of brands, like in two years down the line, would you look at that brand and be like, oh, what was I thinking? Like you have to always be thinking long game. Yeah, that's, that's so true. great advice. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a round of random questions. Ooh, They're going to be okay. very random coming okay. at you. What's your favorite piece of clothing that you've ever owned? <gasps> I have an Under the Stories black leather jacket that has gold detailing. Mm. And I have never seen a leather jacket with gold detailing since. So true. And I'm so happy that I picked it up. So okay, happy. good one. What song do you know off by heart? Oh, I, you know what? That's my special skill. Really? Along with map navigation, um, <laughs> I know so many songs okay so, like let's hear it oh my god absolutely no way <laughs> I'm always trying to get people to sing on the <laughs> podcast and they we, don't, we didn't do. even offer her like a mimosa or something to get her yeah yeah up. if you give me a couple of drinks give me like a glass of rosé I probably would okay what would you sing us if we um, got you drunk fat, fat Joe and Ashanti what's up like the Ooh. Fat Joe rap love it you know all the words to that yeah oh my god it's the I'm one obsessed. time that my sister my, si- my sister witnessed me do that after I had a couple of drinks and my sister does not think that I'm cool like I'm the like weird older sister she's not into it um but after that she was like I'm actually impressed it's the only time she's ever been impressed it was yeah it was a really big moment for me um what shows are you binging on right now oh we're actually we're very much in between shows at the moment I really want to watch sex education on Netflix I haven't checked that out yet. it's supposed to be very good um we're back watching re-watching The Office oh it's so funny which I've the original I've watched it with the UK original yeah. I've watched, but I love the American one. Okay, yeah. I really love it. And we're rewatching it despite the fact that I've watched it about five times. It's all like the way Donald Trump was Michael Scott. It was like that show was yeah. like foreshadowing. It really was. <laughs> Tell us something you're obsessed with that most people have never heard of. Ooh. In the UK, we have this thing called truffle mayonnaise. Oh. So, okay. you know, like, yeah, like black truffle, like truffle yeah. that you have in pasta. Truffle mayonnaise is delicious it sounds gross really <laughs> no you, that sounds amazing you're not a with french fries oh, with french fries that's french fries i mean sometimes i even just have it on toast like i have oh, it on really? bread like decadent oh my god yeah have it on bread and then like dip it in a dippy egg oh oh my word wow. yeah i have to control myself with that <laughs> okay who or what was your biggest teacher oh i love this question i would say my dad he is a very ambitious man he grew up like on benefits and a council estate and then met my mom got a job and did night school to like he didn't have any qualifications when he left school not very good ones so he did night school when I was a baby and there's like photos of me like asleep on him as he's like doing his revision for his night school and put him through put himself through like exams so he could do better at work um he's actually my bookkeeper now really yeah which means that he knows all of my expenses which is terrifying um but he's black leather jacket with gold accessories he's like Anna stop please um no but he's been such an inspiration to me and especially with all my blogging my parents are so supportive I'm so lucky with that and when I was just doing it on the side and I had a full-time job we would drive he would commute up to London with me because his job was in London as well and we'd sit there and he'd be like okay well if you do this and you do that and like I'll help you out here and then you can like he ultimately like pushed me to go full time with it and has been such a support. What are you most grateful for right now? Health is always like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my word, my poor friend Zana has just had like 
life-changing surgery while on holiday in the Maldives like yeah she's she's doing fine now but you see that thing I mean she's younger than me like these things happen yeah Yeah, um so yeah I'm very helpful like very grateful for my health and feeling able and that's great also just really grateful for my readers Mm -hmm. I mean I I spent a long time (laughs) writing this book and it could have just like come out and 10 people could have bought it and the fact that people are buying it and leaving words of encouragement about it and being so positive about it and taking photos of it, taking photos of the fact that they've put post-it notes all the way through and like bookmark certain things to come back to. I'm so grateful for them because without them, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like I wouldn't be here doing even this podcast. So yeah, I feel really grateful for that. You're such a positive person, but there's got to be something that annoys you. What Mm. is that? I am, I'm a real glass half full kind of gal, what does annoy me? Just rude people. Mm. Rude people. I'm not into rude people at all. Like you can say things with a smile if you're sort of like letting someone down or, you know, you're delivering bad news. It doesn't have to be done in like a rude kind of way. The, I'm, I'm still not over the fact that the Uber driver who took me from the airport dropped me off in the middle of nowhere, knowing that I was nowhere near my destination. Oh my gosh. With all of my suitcase, all my hand luggage. I'd never been to Canada before. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. My my phone battery was at 3%. Um, I didn't have any signal. Like how I managed to actually get to Alana's house, I do not know. Oh um, but yeah, you know when just people like, yeah. come on, like be a good human. Be yeah. a good human, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's not really that hard. Yeah. What's the one thing that you, you are glad that you've tried, but you probably wouldn't do it again? Okay, I'm going to do that annoying like job interview thing where you turn it around into a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated public speaking. Yeah. I would get out of it in any way that I could. Like before I was going to do a public speaking thing, I'd be like, maybe, maybe I'll get ill. Like maybe I was like praying for a cold in the morning, like praying to, that I wouldn't be able to do it for some reason. Um, so for me, public speaking was always something that I would do and be like, I'm never doing that again. I absolutely hate that. But with this book, I've done a book tour um, around the UK. I did obviously this date in Toronto. So I've done nine events in the last four weeks and I really like it. It's so weird how, I mean, you can't practice public speaking. You can't get 200 people in a room and be like, can you all just sit here whilst I practice? Like you can't, can you? You get really thrown in at the deep end and you just have to do it. And I'm now at the point where I weirdly look forward to that moment. And I'm so proud of myself because at the beginning of the year, that would have been my worst nightmare. And so what changed? What clicked for you? I think it is just practice. It is just actually practicing and doing it and realizing that, All these people in the room, they want, no one is ever not wanting someone who's doing public speaking to not succeed, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is just looking and they're like, go on, do it. You can do it. And I like look around and you see people smiling back at you and you're like, okay, yeah, everyone here is, it's a really positive environment. Why am I so stressed about this? Yeah. Um, So yeah, it is annoying that you can't practice, but ultimately practice makes it enjoyable yeah you're like where's my Britney mic get me out there I'm doing a TED talk now seriously (laughs) seriously and I'm I'm really pleased with that because that was something that really like held me back yeah well that's really encouraging because I think that's hard for everyone I've been there before I don't know how Jill goes on TV all the time I'm like oh my god well I think exactly what you're saying is like it you know for Marilyn, which I do the show here and she's like everyone's BFF. She's kind of like Canada's Oprah in a way, but much more lifestyle driven. 
and she just wants you to do a good job. She's never going to ask you a question that like trips you up. And once you know that and like, same if you're like doing a hosting gig with someone, they're not going to like try to, they're not going to be like, gotcha journalism. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, so I think you just have to like settle into yeah. it and be that's you. a good host, right? Help yes. the person out. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. That's a pro. So our last random question before we get into our Facebook questions from some of our listeners, what's the secret to a good hair day for you? Oh, do you know what? I'm struggling with the hair at the moment. I had it cut and I had it cut really short for my most recent cut. And it does the flicky thing. The flicky thing out at the end. It's very 60s vibe. Oh my gosh. Kind of... I like the flicky. Do you? Yes. Yes. It's like all flicking out all over the shop. I, I don't know how to work with it. And it's so shiny. Has it oh, ever you. seen dye? It has. It's grown out. Okay. It's grown out. I tried to go blonde. Um, that did not happen. That did not work out for me. Wow. So then I went, I don't know if you guys know Simon Cowell. Yeah. Yeah. Then it went <laughs> Simon Cowell Black. Um, I did a box dye. That did not work out well. Um, I My favorite hair product and one that I've used for like seven years, um, Bumble and Bumble Sunday Shampoo. Okay. It's very detoxifying. It's very mm. clarifying. Mm-hmm. Leaves your hair squeaky clean, which apparently isn't the best thing for it. Mm-hmm. But I love it. We've talked about, well, we talked about makeup a little bit. Tell us about some of your Desert Island makeup products. Safi Corn would like to know. I was really excited to get with it to the beauty talk with you guys. I was like, this is our jam. Um, The Lancome Monsieur Big Waterproof Mascara is so good. It's the only mascara that I use. Um, I have really like elephant eyelashes and that they're long, but they're straight and they point downwards. Okay. Um, so great in like a snowstorm or something. They actually like, they do their evolution, like what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but not great when you want them to look curled and like yeah. reaching sky high. So waterproof mascaras for me, I only ever use waterproof because they're the only thing that holds a curl. How do you get it off? Clarins instant makeup remover mm-hmm. it's like a by yeah yeah like you shake it and yeah I've tried the long con one I've tried the L'Oreal like I've tried them all that is the best one um and also you need the Surat eyelash curlers mm-hmm. they're incredible Surat eyel- brand Surat S-U- like, oh Surat Troy Surat Troy yeah Surat. Troy yeah. Surat that's mm-hmm. it um those eyelash curlers combined with that mascara are heaven mm-hmm. absolute right. heaven um, I'm also a really big fan of the cosmetic CC cream your skin bit better I'm wearing it right now <laughs> are you mm-hmm. it's just I don't know what it is like yeah. I will always go back to that I, I have so many tubes of it it's almost embarrassing meanwhile I have like Dior Chanel like whatever can you Same throw me you. one I'm out of foundation <laughs> right now I'm using, believe it or not, I have all the wrong shades oh, in my shoot. beauty cupboard. And I'm u- right now I'm using the Laneige Cushion Compact, which yeah. is great, but not enough coverage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's just something about it. If ever I stray and I try something else, I always come back and I'm like, why did I even bother? Yeah. MAC Face and Body, to be fair, I really like yeah. that one. There's ones that kind of come close. Yeah. I'm really also into the Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood Flawless Filter at the moment. Mm, so good. That, like smeared over the face. Yeah. Then I get my It Cosmetics on a buffer brush yeah. and I just smush them both in. Delightful. Yeah. Glow, just so glowy. Which uh, of the It Cosmetics, which you like the OG? Um, the OG. In the, in the gray. Okay. In the gray. Um, the Radiance one, ooh, too glittery. It's quite, it's, I think it's good for a little bit older. I've used it, but I agree. I prefer the OG, but I think yeah. if you have drier skin, that one is really good. And the matte color. one, again, like I just want to be glowy. Mm-hmm. So the matte one doesn't work out for yeah. me, but I'd say yeah. those three products are just mm-hmm. ultimate for me. So okay. good. So good. Another listener, Caitlin Nelson, she'd like to know, she says, I'd like to know how you achieve such a clear understanding of your personal style. Specifically, how do you see a piece of clothing and know that's something that I'm going to love for a long time. Sometimes I buy something, I love it in the moment. And then moments later or months later, I wonder why did I ever like that? 
I'm pretty intentional about my purchases. Don't shop very much. And I still experience this. I think it's so tough. And again, with like what we were saying about public speaking, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like a trial and error kind of thing. Mm-hmm. One thing that I do do, and it sounds like this this woman is kind of on it. Yeah. Like I feel like this is definitely something she yeah. could do as well. Is at the end of each season, I almost do a review in my bullet journal and I write down my most worn and I write down what I think I'm lacking through. Like I really think, I'm like, okay, what did I, what was I missing? Do I not have enough mm-hmm. white t-shirts? Is it that I need a belt? Is it that I haven't got enough boots? And I was like really struggling and I actually could have done with like a brown boot and that's something I don't own so I kind of do these audits at the end of each season and actually write it down yeah literally write a list so that next time like winter rolls around I'm like okay like what was I missing yeah what did I wear a lot of and ultimately I have a uniform like everything is just a variation of Mm -hmm. jumper and jeans (laughs) in some way and yeah the list is really helpful really helpful I used to shop like that too. I've gotten far less organized, but I used to shop the holes in my wardrobe. I was like, yeah. what am I missing? Yeah, Is yeah, it, yeah. you know, t-shirt or we call it a sweater here or whatnot. So that's great advice. And our last question is from Jasmine Al Hashemi. I'd like to know how your loved ones and especially your partner fits into your lifestyle and career, how your normal friends view it, quote unquote, on the normal. I can imagine it takes up a big chunk of your life and your loved ones might feel invaded in a way. Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, Like I've mentioned, my parents are so supportive and they see how happy this makes me and so if it means that I don't see them I mean they live down the road I see them like once a week once Mm -hmm. every two weeks but ultimately if I'm traveling and I haven't seen them for a while they're like good for you like you're having a great time and you're really happy that's awesome um also my husband I met before I even started my blog Mm. so he's been there throughout the whole journey and again he is so supportive my mom the other day was like you're so lucky to have found him like (laughs) he's just so yeah he's he's happy to kind of be by the sideline he doesn't want to be a huge part of this but he's very supportive and yeah ultimately like knows that it takes up a lot of time he's actually doing a master's at the moment in the evening in his spare time so if I'm sitting there answering emails till 6 7 p.m he's cool with it how do my normal friends, normal friends, like in <laughs> not YouTubers, yeah. not YouTubers view my job? Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Like Mark sees the day to day of this. Like my parents, again, like my dad's my bookkeeper. They're very like into this. They they see the work. My other friends, again, very supportive. Um, but they they're just like, what what is this? Like they don't, <laughs> yeah, they don't see the kind of day to day grind. And so, the the thing that they do do, which is actually quite nice. They're not, they're never really asking me what I'm up to. And I'm quite into that. Like they've seen the Instagram stories. I'm not, I don't want to sit there and have to regurgitate everything. And and they're quite happy just to talk about employees at work that they're not getting on with or their own work troubles. Like I don't know. I mean, I've just done an interview where I've sat here and talked about myself for like a solid <laughs> hour, but I'm not hugely into like my own stuff and like talking about myself. I'm quite happy to sit there and listen and like problem solve with other people. So my other friends kind of, yeah, they just like let me be and do my own thing. They love the free hand creams, the free mascaras <laughs> and the free pillow sprays. They're like the three categories of things which they will fight over like till the death. The pillow um, sprays. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the sleepy pillow yeah, sprays. Yeah, I love them too. Yeah. Everyone is in. They're like, have you got any of those pillow sprays? I'm like, <laughs> no, because they're the most in-demand thing. It's so funny. Um, so they're very supportive, but kind of just let me and yeah. that I'm I really appreciate that well thank you so much thank this you has honestly been so much fun and Aww. um we'll make sure we link to everything and to your book thank you for maybe just me. give us your handles yeah what's your handles again? I'm at the Anna edit on Instagram and Twitter and the Anna edit.com on 
Yeah, that's my blog. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like I tell you,